Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, everybody. I hope you guys are out there having an amazing week. I am so glad to be back in the studio. I'm just coming off of an amazing vacation, feeling relaxed, refreshed, and inspired. So I am so excited to be with you guys and hope you guys have been doing well and spreading love, spreading light, shining your lights bright. Um, But yeah, I'm feeling really, really good. And that inspiration that I've had from just having some time off has really led me into today's show and today's topic. Um, I got a quick question for you guys. Have you ever been on vacation, attended a meeting or a concert, or watched a movie and walked away feeling so inspired, feeling excited? Your mind is flooded with a million ideas. You're really, really creative. You've got things that you want to accomplish and get done. Have you ever walked away from that and then thinking about all the things that you want to do with the ideas that you're creating and feeling? And then as soon as you get home from that event, from that vacation, from that movie, as soon as you get to reality, wanting to put those ideas and those creative things in place that you don't quite have the motivation to get it done, that everything that you were thinking about, everything that you were contemplating, everything you were excited about, when you actually sit down to get it done, the motivation is not there and you're stuck and you do absolutely nothing. Well, guess what? If you answer yes to that, you are not alone. I think we've all been at that place. And so today what I want to do is talk about the difference between motivation versus inspiration And how we can use both of those things to activate and accomplish our goals, dreams, and desires. Okay? Motivation versus inspiration. They really are two different things. Um, And as a licensed clinical mental health counselor and a mental fitness consultant, I get this question asked very, very often by a lot of my clients. And the question is, how do I stay motivated to keep things going or get things going when I'm not seeing the results that I want to see? in the time that I want to see them. I think we can all relate to that. How do we keep that motivation going or even get that motivation to get moving if the results aren't happening in the time frame in which we want to have happen? And I think that's a great question. I think that's a great question. And a lot of times what I respond with is really beginning a conversation to allow people to know that there's a difference between getting or being motivated into action versus getting or being inspired into action. And I think as a society, we tend to use those words, motivation and and inspiration, very interchangeably, um, but they really have a completely different meaning. And if you can begin to understand the difference, but also the benefit of both, it will change how you approach your task, how you approach your goals and your dreams. But most importantly, it can lead to a better chance of achieving long-term results. And I think that's what we want. It's long-term results. These quick hits, these quick shots, those quick things, it's the long-term game that we're wanting to see results in in mostly every area of our life. So those long-term results are important. So what I want to do first as we kind of go into today's show is first by starting off by defining, um, speaking a little bit to defining the two of these terms, motivation and inspiration, and then speaking to their main differences. But I also want to speak to their similarities and how we can use both of those things to get things done 
while feeling good about it. All right. So you might need to go back, kind of take notes on this session here, kind of write some things down. Uh, Make sure if you're not already subscribed to the Mental Fitness Matters podcast, you go and do that or visit TracyAlston.com so that you can never miss a show there. But we're going to start by defining what motivation really is. Um, Think about motivation as something that's really external. It's like a, a push factor. It's an outside force that is compelling you to take action, even if you don't feel like it. So think about motivation as something that initiates, it guides and maintains behaviors that are normally goal oriented. And so oftentimes what we see with motivation, there's short term goals in place, something that's getting you and pushing you towards whatever that goal may be. So motivation can be a little more challenging to sustain over the long run. Inspiration, on the other hand, it's more internal. Okay, this is going to be more of something more of a pull or a driving force. Inspiration, think about that as a process of being mentally stimulated, or feeling something on the inside, especially if you are thinking about being inspired, whether it is artistically or creatively by what you're seeing. Um, Inspiration generally comes from within you. So thinking about stimulating your mind, which stirs your body into action. Okay, so inspiration is more about stimulating your mind, which can help get your body moving into the direction that you're wanting it to go. So when you're inspired, you will do what needs to be done willingly and naturally. And this tends to be more long term. So like I talked about motivation, more that short term, having to get going, get started. More of the internal things that come from inspiration will help the goals be more sustainable and more long term. And so when you think about inspiration, there's not really a need for an outside force or something to compel you to do something because you really begin to feel that burning desire and fire on the inside of you, which leads you into action. Okay, but they're both extremely important. They're both extremely important. So where inspiration is the idea or the desire, we still need motivation to help us act. We still need the motivation to help us act. So think about if some of the best marketing tactics out there. When you go somewhere and you hear an amazing presentation or if you watch somebody on stage speak and they're inspiring you, they're making you feel good, or they're talking about uh, how this product, for example, has changed someone's life, They'll give you a story about how people might have been struggling with an issue. Um, They share that story of the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows, and it gets the audience drawn in. You begin to connect. So they get you on the hook, for example, right? They reel you in. And then they begin to sell you that product. So they say, take this or take that to achieve that outcome or to achieve that goal. And we all know, and if you haven't really been paying attention or assess this, the best time to get someone to buy something or to do something differently is now. It's in the immediate. It's not 20 minutes later. It's not 30 minutes later or a year down the road. They want you to act now. So think about sales pitches are happening all the time from the beginning. They're getting you to feel. They're getting you engaged. They're getting you warmed up so that they can go ahead and Snap it right then. Act now. So you might have heard things where it's like we got five minutes left. So if you don't make that decision in five minutes, that sale or that opportunity is going to be gone. So those things are really trying to just operate off of your emotion, operate off of your inspiration so that you can begin to take action immediately. Because the likelihood of getting someone to act 
is higher when they're happier, when they're in a good mood, when they're feeling joyful, hopeful, and creative. And so that's why a lot of times, I, I, I have had this before, um, where it's called buyer's remorse. Have you guys ever been so excited and a part of something and it's like you, you go out and you buy it because you're in that same moment, you're in that same high, in that same excited moment and feeling that inspiration or feeling great and then you buy that thing and by the time you get home, it's like, why did I get this? I don't really even know why I needed that. Or getting some food, it's like, oh, why did I get that? It's because in the moment, you felt great. So you were inspired to take action, okay? Something on the outside was motivating you, getting your attention, and then that internal thing on the inside of you turned on and you took action. And that's kind of like that buyer's remorse. But remember, motivation causes us to act, while inspiration causes people to feel. They are both very, very necessary. So if we can learn how to tap into and leverage the energy of both, that's where all the magic happens. And that's what I'm going to talk about today, some strategies on how to get you to use motivation and inspiration to accomplish your dreams. OK, so I'm going to give you three quick tips on how to get that done. And I'm going to use more of a long term uh, goals to, to give an example here, uh, because this is where a lot of times people get stuck. I think in the short term, we might can get some things done, but it's more those long term goals that we happen to run up against as a society that it's like you start out doing it. And if we're not seeing the action, if we're not seeing the movement, we stop. Right. We stop and we never start. So I'm going to use writing a book or accomplishing a task that may take a longer amount of time to go through these quick steps here that you can begin to take for your own goals. If you're motivated to write a book, a lot of times if you're inspired or motivated, for example, to write a book, that motivation could be because you want to prove to yourself and others that you can actually get this thing done. It might be because you want to be able to, to leave a legacy. It might be because you feel like you have important information to share with the world. So it's motivating you to really kind of get those steps done so you can say, you know what, I can do that. I was able to do that. I've accomplished that. So you may be motivated to write a book. To, so that process, when you think about sitting down to actually get it done, that's where the energy of everything can begin to shift and change. So you're motivated to do it because it's like, I want to prove to myself that I can get these steps accomplished. But when you actually sit down to get it done, it's a whole nother ball game. So that excitement that you had about it or the inspiration that you might have had about it is no longer there. So when we think about using inspiration, guys, I want us to start with the hardest part, which is starting. OK, starting. So I'm going to teach us how do we use motivation, which causes us to act and inspiration, which causes us to feel to get long term goals accomplished. And the acronym that I want to use to walk through the strategies is ACT, A-C-T. Because action is where we all want to take, but a lot of times this is where we get stuck. So think about the A is going to be for accountability. The C is going to be for commitment. And the T is going to be for time. So we're going to talk about being motivated to write this book. We have something to share. We want to leave a positive mark on the world. And so we're inspired now, right? We're passionate about what we're doing. So that feeling piece is there. But we want to make sure that we don't get stuck and just the idea of everything and not actually get into action. So now let's combine motivation and our inspiration to take some action. Accountability. The first step is accountability. 
Um, and we can combine motivation and inspiration to hold ourselves accountable. But we have to be mindful that when we think about motivation, especially when it comes to writing this book, it's going to run out and it's probably going to run out quick. So we have to be able to hold ourselves accountable by tapping into some inspiration that helps keep us going. All right. So the first step we got to do for accountability here is be realistic. Be realistic. Setting unrealistic goals very quickly can stunt your inspiration and your motivation, which keeps us stuck. So if we're using this same example of this book writing, this accountability piece is going to be starting out with understanding that this is a long term goal. It's a long term goal. When I get to the T about time, we're going to set long term goals up with some timetables so that we're touching these things 10 minutes a day. All right. Your time is going to be for 10 minutes a day and we'll get to that. So the very first part is holding yourself accountable by setting a realistic goal and expectation that this is a long term goal. This is nothing I need to get done overnight. This is nothing I can get done overnight. And a lot of times if I'm starting out the gate trying to get it all accomplished, I could be stunting my inspiration and my motivation to get this task done. So your very first thing, guys, hold yourself accountable. Understand and know that this is going to take time. Give yourself permission to do that. And you want to run off the energy of inspiration. So what you can do with that is literally if you have places or spaces in your community, for example, since we're using writing a book that inspire you, that make you feel good. Remember, inspiration is feeling whether that's going to a park going to a coffee shop, whether that's turning on some music in the background, allowing some water or waves to kind of play in the background, putting on different smells around you. This is where you need to really begin to tap into your senses. Because if inspiration is about feeling, we got to make sure that we're feeling good as we're trying to start the process of writing this book. We don't want to just sit down and say, oh, okay, I guess it's time for me to get to work. Because again, that's going to stunt the inspiration process. So you want to make sure that when you sit down to do the task, book is for the example, but if you're trying to go to the gym or start working out, you want to make sure before you start that task that you have put on something to inspire you to get you moving in a different way. Okay. So if you're trying to work out and lose weight, turn on some music, eat some foods that's going to really help boost your energy instead of take those things away from you. Maybe you have to switch your workout environment to a place that's not the same thing. If you're always doing the treadmill or you're on the bike and you're kind of getting bored or tired with that, change your environment a little bit around so that you can be inspired before you do the task at hand. All right. So with A, it's about being accountable to yourself, recognizing this is a long term goal, putting those things in place. When your motivation runs out, you are still inspired to get it done. So use those both at the same time to be accountable. Number two, commitment. Research has shown that we're more committed to our goals when we understand their importance, their value and attainability. OK, so sometimes our motivation can lead us to take on these challenging things. Like I just talked about, if it's this long, daunting task, we're so motivated. But then it's like, oh, am I going to ever get this done? Am I ever going to finish this course? Am I going to ever finish this dot, dot, dot? So you want to make sure, again, that we're comp combining inspiration into this thing so that we're seeing the value and that we can continue to see progress. All right. Our goals take a lot of commitment and sustained effort. So they can be broken down into smaller steps so that we can continue to be inspired to progress forward while we still take action. 
So being committed to what you're doing first, you need to understand what is the value for you. Again, we're mixing what it feels like, but also some action involved. Why am I writing this book? So if we're going to be committed to this process, we got to understand why am I doing what it is that I'm doing? Why am I working on this journey of health and wellness? Why am I working on this journey to finish school or to get my degree or to start my business? Why am I here? So your commitment for the A is accountability. C is commitment. Your commitment needs to be more to understanding the importance of why you're doing what you're doing. Because if you can really sit down and connect with that and the feeling of that, that is going to help carry you forward when that whole motivation piece tends to run out. When you sit down and remember, you know what, if I'm taking time, which I'll get to here in a second, 10 minutes a day to begin to work on this goal or this dream that I have, then I am committing to this process of being accountable and getting things accomplished. All right. So making sure you're giving yourself a a good understanding, starting out that this is a longer term goal. I'm going to hold myself accountable by setting up something realistic. I'm going to commit to this because I know that the world is depending on me. My family may be depending on me. I'm depending on me. Whatever that may be, what is the commitment factor to why you're starting what you're starting, while you're doing what you're doing? Allow that to be the place that kind of gets you to commit to what it is that you're trying to do and allow that inspiration and motivation to help move you forward in that way. And this is where time is going to come into play. Because these things are always easier said than done. We all have goals. We all have dreams. We all had things that we've started out doing and then we haven't picked up again. Um, And we've all had ideas that we don't start for the same reason. Because we don't feel like we have everything ready to go. We don't feel like we have enough of what we need or the people or the resources. So we never get started. This is about act and taking action. All right. The last part of that acronym is T. Time. 10 minutes a day. And I'm going to give some credit here to the owner of the station, Mark Sanger. We talked about this quite some time. It's just about taking time, 10 minutes a day. So if this task is to write a book, no, you don't you can't sit down and and write a book all in one time. That's how books are written. That's how stories are written or businesses are built. It's in the actual work, being inspired, connecting with people going different places, getting different information, having different experiences. All of those things don't happen overnight. It's a journey. So if you can commit your time to 10 minutes a day to working on the task and or the goal that you're trying to accomplish, this is going to be where you're allowing yourself to be accountable. You're staying committed and you're actually getting things done. You're taking action. You don't have to do it 40, 50. Just give yourself 10 minutes a day to do the thing that you need to do that's going to lead you to the goal that you need to accomplish. 10 minutes a day, that's all. We all have that. And so if, for example, your goal is losing weight or getting healthier, um, maintaining a healthier weight or a healthier lifestyle, make sure you're doing something at least 10 minutes a day that's going to contribute to that. And so if you're someone who's like, yeah, my problem in getting stuck is actually getting off the couch and getting moving. So, okay, no problem. So if your problem is getting off the couch, instead of trying to worry about getting off the couch, what other things can we engage in that helps contribute to a healthier lifestyle that you can do for 10 minutes a day? Whether it's something that you're taking in literally in terms of what you're hearing, if it's something that you're taking in literally in terms of what you're seeing, something taking in literally in terms of what you're eating, spend time in a place to just start. Because we all can have 50 million excuses about why we're not doing the things that we want to do. 
and none of us or none of those things are getting us to where we want to be. So if you can start this process off with the understanding of the acronym ACT, that first I've identified is my goal more of a short-term or long-term goal. And if it's more of a lifestyle goal, long-term goal, seeing the long-term results, you want to start yourself off with a chance to succeed. So knowing, number one, that you're going to hold yourself accountable. You're going to set up something that's realistic that you can actually do that's going to be something that's going to benefit you. Number two, you're going to commit to it. You're going to understand the value and why you're doing what you're doing, what that really means to you so that you can begin to combine that along with some inspiration that helps you keep moving forward. And number three, you're going to take the time to do it. You're going to take the time to do it. You're setting yourself up because you're holding yourself accountable. All you need is 10 minutes a day. So whatever that is, whatever that looks like, make sure that you do that. And some people are inspired by different things, guys. So again, and you've heard me talk about this on the show before, uh, self-awareness is key. And so being mindful that sometimes people like to be able to check some things off a to-do list. And so as you're holding yourself accountable and committed to these goals and taking your 10 minutes a day, and if you want to put some pen to paper and journal those things off and write those things down and say, did it, nailed it, accomplished that, do that. Because all of those things, internal, external forces that motivate us to keep going, this increases our self-awareness. And this is going to increase the likelihood that things that we start out doing, we can continue doing. It is human nature to get drug in by these things that say, do this in five days, lose that in two weeks, accomplish that in 30 days, and we're hooked. But then after the 30 days goes by, the 10 days goes by, the two weeks goes by, we're back into the same patterns because we've never really connected in the first place with anything outside of the external motivation. So that is why I'm speaking about motivation and inspiration interchangeably here in a way that it makes sense. You don't just want to be rah-rah motivated because that's not going to just lead you to, into any action. You also want to be connected to it so that you're inspired to keep it going. Okay, these are two energies that you can use in a way to start to change the dynamic of how you interact in your world. If you're a business owner, it changes how you lead your team, how you operate into your family. Everybody's different. So just setting up rules and setting up goals and setting up parameters. If people aren't connected to it, including yourself, including the people that you're trying to get to do something, then it really doesn't matter. It might work for a week. It might work for three days, but longevity here is what we're looking for. How can we do some things over and over again and really get long-term results that's going to help sustain us going forward, all right? So motivation is something that can be learned, you know, it can be practiced, but we want to make sure that we're not just using that as our only fuel. And if you are inspired, if you have that light turned on in the inside of you, it doesn't matter what's going on around you because that's going to drive you when everything else fails. When you haven't accomplished that thing in the time that you thought you should have, it's going to be the internal force on the inside of you that sparks everything else to get you moving in the right direction. So remember, act. Accountability, commitment, time. And if this has been of benefit to you, Make sure you pass this along and share it with somebody else and pass it along in a way that you try to teach it to somebody else. Because once we learn something and then we go off and to repeat it, it helps it stick in our memory a little bit better. It becomes something that's like, oh, you know what? I do have this goal and it's going to take me about a year or two years or maybe even longer, but I'm up for the challenge. 
So if you can think about it in that way, get your mindset switched around more of a long term and sustainability versus these quick runs and quick gains. You're going to feel better about you. You're going to feel better about what you're doing and you're going to be able to sustain that over time. And that's what mental fitness is. That's what our community is about. It's not just about if life happens, but I say it all the time. It's when life happens, are we mentally fit to keep going? And this is shows up in every area of our life. All right, team. So I want to make sure that you guys take the time as you are setting up your goals and getting inspired and getting motivated to act, be accountable, commit to it, take the time, share it with somebody else. And I want my community to go out, shine bright like the stars that we are. If you've been inspired, share it with other people. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. I'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters.